Welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. I am Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors. Today being Tuesday, we get the Tinkering Tuesday edition of the podcast, and then on Saturdays, we get the episodes where I have guests that I get to bring on the show, whether we're learning from them because they're experts in the field, they have a story to tell, something that we can learn from or just something cool that I want to record the conversation and share with you guys. But basically, it's all about getting better, being better versions of ourselves day in and day out. And then on Tuesdays, you know, sometimes you'll get mindset, but most of the time right now, uh, with it being, you know, around Black Friday, and as we're gearing up for the maybe the late season hunts, uh, and just grabbing gear items that I've used throughout the year, and sharing with you my experience with them, because I've got some first impression episodes, and then I have actual reviews. And reviews for me is when you've used the item. It's not just something that you just open out of the box. I do like to do first impressions, but most of the time I prefer to do reviews. So I've got something for you guys today that is pretty uh, outstanding, something that I was interested in for a couple different reasons that I'll get into here. But before we do that, guys, it would help a ton if you would subscribe to the YouTube channel. Really appreciate it if you would do that. Like this video if you end up enjoying the content. Leave a comment with any questions you may have because I'm sure there's going to be things that maybe I missed. Uh, I'm not an expert by any means. I'm just giving you my feedback and things that I've enjoyed or not liked about the product uh, that I'm going to share with you guys. But I do appreciate you guys following along and uh, subscribing to the channel and then sharing, of course, with others uh, as you enjoy or maybe you don't enjoy something that I talk about. Uh, also, if you're listening into the audio only version, go over to the YouTube channel, subscribe, uh, follow wherever you're listening to this. If you're listening to the audio only version and I'd appreciate it if you could leave a review, even if it's a one word review, it helps way more than you know. And if you're on the YouTube channel and you haven't tuned into the podcast over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go over there, tune in, leave a review. Again, it helps way more than you know. So appreciate you guys uh, and, and tuning in. So with that being said, I'm going to talk to you today about this rest right here. The AAE Prophecy. Now, up until this point, and I'm only a couple years into archery, uh, going on four years or so, I've used mainly limb-driven rests. Now, the reason being is it's easier to fix in the field. I'm, I'm not a bow tech by any means. I have some amazing guys over at Wild Arrow that work on my bows, mainly Mark and Jeremiah. Both of those guys are studs, but the entire crew that are back there, they all are very knowledgeable individuals. They'll make sure you're taken care of. I highly recommend if you're in the Utah area to get your bows checked out by them. And even if you're not, there's people that really, they fly in, whether it be before Total Archery Challenge, they're coming out here for that, or they just fly in or send in their bows to get them worked on. So they are truly world-class, awesome individuals. With that being said, uh, a lot of them prefer limb-driven rests. Now, there's pros and cons to both, the cable-driven and limb-driven. Limb-driven rests are where the timing is based on the limbs when they come down, or I guess if you're, you've are you attached your limb-driven cord to the bottom, when, you're, when you're, uh, your limbs come up, when they curve up at full draw, that's when your rest pops up and the arrow is set where it needs to be. So that as it flies, the limbs obviously will straighten out 
which then pulls the rest down out of the way of the fletchings and lets the arrow fly with the least amount of contact possible. For me, limb-driven rests, I could fix them if I needed to in the field with some D-loop material, and you could do a quick fix there without needing a bow press. That was the biggest, honestly, the biggest reason for me why I didn't want a cable-driven rest on my bow when I'm going out in some of the nasty scrub oak that we get to deal with here in Utah. And I just, I, I maybe I'm overthinking things, but I wanted to be as prepared as possible and be able to fix things, as many things that I can fix as possible without needing a bow press. <clears throat> so that was the main reason why I stuck with limb-driven rest for so long. Talking with Nick over at AAE, the president of AAE, he is an outstanding individual. Nick knows what he's doing, guys. If you haven't tuned into that podcast where I spoke with Nick, and then he also went and spent a couple days with Dan over at Elk Shape, and they like break down a whole bunch of archery tips, tuning, definitely way more in depth than I went on the podcast. So go check out my podcast with him and then uh, talking about his story and then go check out the videos that he did with Dan over at Elk Shape. Highly recommend that. He knows what he's talking about and he puts so much thought into all of the products that they build over there at AE from the stabilizers to the, uh, to the fletchings, to the rest. It's just a great group of individuals over there. So very knowledgeable. They know what they're doing. They've got it nailed down. So we'll go through some of the features here on this prophecy rest, and I'll show you which bow I had it on. If you've seen any of my recent stuff, you'll know it's on the Mach 30 from PSE, which also is an outstanding bow. So here we go. We've got it set up here. It is a side-mounted rest. So you can see there. Let me take these limb legs off so it is mounted on the side in the burger hole like normal now what's cool about this is on most aluminum bows there are two burger holes or two holes here on the side where you can mount the rest and there are actually two holes in the so this is a cover plate allowing it to be a quick detach pops on and off and underneath there's the mounting plate and on the mounting plate I don't know if the light will show you there, but there, there's that second hole right there. Now on this carbon bow, there aren't two holes to be able to do that. But on say the Omen that I had it on originally, uh, what those two holes allow it to do is line up perfectly. There's no guesswork. There's no, you know, having to check the level, etc. cetera. Uh, it will line up perfectly with the bow because it is two screws that are going into the riser rather than just the one. Okay, so this is a quick detach, which allows it to, you can move it backwards that way or forwards this way, uh, but depending on where you want the uh, rest to sit. Now for me, I moved it back a little bit, mainly, I'm going to be honest with you guys, so it sits flush with the riser here, but what that allows you to do is torque tune. Now, I am just barely dabbling in the archery world of target bow, and I definitely can see where it would translate over into your hunting scenarios as well. If you do any type of torque tuning, if you don't know what torque tuning is, I'm not going to ruin it for you because I don't know 100%, but basically what I do know is uh, there's a lot of the ability, basically you go and purposely put torque at full draw 
before you release the arrow right and left, and you're able to either bring in your sight in towards the riser or out, or also the rest back towards you or in towards the riser, depending on the torque tuning. Now, again, I'm not going to try and break that down for you guys. That's the short and sweet, simple explanation because that's what I understand on it. But that's basically what torque tuning is. Is it allows you should be able to have, if you truly want to torque tune, you want to have a site that you can move it back and forth, out or in, and you want to have a rest that you can move towards the riser or away from the riser. I'd go find some other videos. Go look at, again, Nick's videos on torque tuning. Very, very knowledgeable individual. Knows what he's talking about. That is why he did not create the prophecy to mount on the back here, which PSE bows and most bows nowadays have a mounting bracket, which I'm going to try and indicate there. So even on this carbon bow, there's a makeshift Picatinny back here that you could mount other uh, options to this bow that would allow it to be uh, a little bit more streamlined and not have this portion sticking out over here. It would suck it in closer to the riser that way. Uh, Nick from, and I'm, I don't want to be putting words in his mouth, but from what I talked with him about this specific uh, rest, he wanted the ability to torque tune even on his hunting bows. He's not all about the whole, you know, Picatinny mount on the front, Picatinny on the back, sucking everything into center line as much as possible. He would prefer to be able to have the option to torque tune with his rest and his sight. I respect that 100%. That is some, like, he is an archer that has been shooting for years and years and years and years. Uh, on the podcast, we talked about how. He remembers uh, shooting in the garage with his grandpa, and they had actual steel cables, not string cables. <laughs> so he's been shooting for a lot longer than I have. So he knows his stuff. Uh, I personally don't see, I don't do torque tuning. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't see the benefit of that for me personally because I haven't done it yet. I'm getting into that with my target bow setup that we're getting set up, but with my hunting setups, I have never torque tuned, and maybe that's something that uh, I should do. I bet that would make me a better archer. I would assume so with uh, Nick doing it and him being the amazing archer that he is. With that being said, you get, going back to the rest here, you get the quick detach option here. So you take this screw out, and then this will pop off. Then you get uh, the ability to micro adjust the windage and the the windage on this is micro adjust here let's see uh, horizontal and vertical so windage and elevation micro adjust so there's a bunch of options here that you can micro adjust and it's actual audible clicks that you can hear uh, there's lockdowns see if i can i didn't take this off the bow because the bow was nice and set up but yeah, i'm not gonna be able to get this close enough to the camera sorry guys so you can see right in here, you can loosen that up and do some micro adjusting along with over here as well. There's micro adjust options. It even tells you, you can see the indicator right there showing you which way to turn it for the windage and the elevation adjustment. So with that being said, guys, I'm not gonna go 
into huge into depth in there. Cause again, I, I'm not an expert archer. <laughs> I'm not, I just like awesome gear that works really well. And, uh, I, you know, find people like Nick that I trust his opinion on these items. So with this rest itself, uh, something, some of the key features that I liked without going into the nitty gritty on how things function, you have micro adjust horizontal and vertical. So windage and elevation, that's awesome. Also with this, something that I really liked is that it's fully contained. So when you have this up in this manner here, the arrow is contained. It's not going to go anywhere. It's, it's not going to rattle around. There's, they put this pig skin is what they call it material here, which does a great job of making that super quiet. This is a hard polymer. I'm not sure exactly what polymer, but it is bendable. I talked to him about that as well, why he went with polymer rather than aluminum. Uh, he said that it's just as durable and he's never had one break on him. So he absolutely trusts this. I trust it as well. I've, I literally dropped my bow out of the tree stand uh, when I was hunting for whitetails and didn't have an issue with this getting out of time or moving on me or any of those problems. So again, micro adjust, uh, windage and elevation. You've got the fully enclosed area here when you've got this cocked up. Uh, the timing is pretty easy to get as well. So let's see if I can show you here. So when it's at full draw, you want that to be in between those two lines there. So the thick line that's right here, you want to be in between these two lines right here when you're at full draw. You don't want it to be way out down here or too loose up here. You want it to be in between those two lines. So they made it again, easy for you to be able to tell, uh, where, whether it's in time or not, if it's too tight, if it's too loose, and then it's pretty simple. You just loosen this up. You can tighten this, uh, this material here, either pull it out if you need it tighter or loosen it up this way. Uh, it makes it super simple. Now say you're cocked up like that and you need to, I don't know, maybe you're climbing out of your tree stand or your stock didn't go the way that you were hoping it would. So the next thing would be to get the arrow out and put it back in the quiver. All you have to do is take this little knobby here and you'll see as I move that, that this right here goes down. So I'm going to rotate it forward towards the riser and that popped down just like that. Okay. Simple to just lock it back down. No problems with that at all. Uh, it's really quiet. It's snappy. I mean, it's, it's a quick rest. Um, and then let's talk a little bit more about some, one of the other features that for me really got me interested in trying a cable driven rest for the first time. So with all the other features that are awesome, the big thing that really allowed me to be willing to do this was this football here. Don't remember exactly what it's called, but the spacer right here in the cable, you can see there's a little Allen screw right there. And then the material feeds in to the little football. I'm going to call it a football, but it's some kind of spacer. I don't remember the technical name of it, but AAE does sell these. And these little footballs here are awesome. So we've got it served in right here so it won't slide up and down. So the first time you install it, you do need to put it in a bow press. 
to be able to loosen up the cables, to find the space right in the middle of the cables, put that little football there, and then serve it in. And then, like I mentioned at the beginning, where I was so stuck on limb-driven rest, one of the big things for me with a hunting bow, why I wanted a limb-driven rest, was because I wanted it to be easily fixed in the field. I didn't want to have to go to a bow press, go find one, buy one to take with me, any of that. I wanted to be able to fix it on the fly, in the field, make sure everything's good to go. So what I've done here is you take that little Allen screw, you pop that out, and then this cord right here will pull out. And like I said, you can loosen this one right here. That'll pull out. And say this for some reason gets snagged, gets caught, gets cut, whatever, and you're uh, you're needing to fix that. All you have to do is take take that little screw out and have different options to be able to swap this out. So I have multiples of these cut out that I take with me. So if this ever did snap or whatever happened, you can just pop that out. So take the little Allen screw and then this string will pop out. You put another one in. Same length. Make sure the timing is good with a couple shots and you're good to go. No bow press needed. So that little football right there was the main reason why I was great with trying out a cable driven rest on my hunting setup. Uh, this thing is built like a tank. That's the next thing. Um, a, like I said at the beginning, AE Nick and his crew absolutely know how to make things robust, make them function well, and make them just tanks. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. You can tell how beefy that is just right there. I mean, it is a beefy setup. It's not going to wobble loose on you. It's not going to break on you. And uh, it, it can take a beating. Like I said, I dropped this thing out of my tree stand. I put it through some brush. Um, I have shot a doe with it. And uh, like, like I said, guys, I trust this rest. This thing is awesome. Um, I really appreciate them giving me the opportunity to try this rest out. And the guys over at Wild Arrow showing me how to get this thing in time because this was the first cable-driven rest that I've ever used. And uh, I think they did an outstanding job. I can't, the only thing, I guess the only negative for me personally, now I've explained why Nick wants this QD on the side. Again, it, it makes it easy to travel as well if you want to take this off, uh, but it allows it to slide forward and back. Outside of that, uh, and, and Nick's ability to torque tune, for someone like me that has a very limited knowledge of torque tuning and, and being that precise with my bow, something that I really, really wish they would do is make this more streamlined for me personally. Um, that is the only thing that I've seen with this. The only, the only hiccup that, uh, you know, most manufacturers, whether it be the limb, limb driven rests or other cable driven rests out there are aiming for that more streamlined look to where it gets mounted right here on this dovetail on the back. If you've got a different bow, some of them have them ingrained in the riser. Uh, the PSEs are putting the little mounting bracket on the back so that you can do that as well. Have it integrated to your riser. That is the only thing that I didn't like about this rest. That it stands out just a little bit from my cable guard here. 
and then these bolts stand out even more so my quiver's not able to get sucked in as close as possible. For me personally, I do notice a difference in the balance of my bow when the quiver is stuck out just a little bit more. On this bow, with it being the Mach 30, I just want to run one. I don't want to run a back bar on this thing. I just want to run one little short stubby out the bottom uh, attachment down here. I don't want a ton of weight. I want this thing to be lightweight. I want this thing to be great for a blind. Um, considering using it here out west, I need to get more comfortable with it on some longer shots. But this thing holds really steady with just minimal amount of weight on it. So that is the only thing that I can find about this rest that I did not like uh, compared to my previous rest, the, the limb-driven rest, the Hamski, uh, because the Hamski does mount here on the back. Again, I understand Nick's thought process on that, and I respect that 100%, but for someone like me who's not maybe not as cultured, <laughs> with the archery uh and not as in tune with torque tuning and and those sorts of uh options with tuning your bow um i would like to see this rest built to integrate here to the back i know all the internal machinery like i mentioned to you guys is just beefy um he goes way into detail on it when we talk on the podcast so i'd recommend going and checking that out but they beefed this thing up to make sure that it is basically indestructible and it's not going to break on you when you're out hunting. So I trust this rest. If you guys don't mind having a side mount like this, everything else about it is outstanding. I would highly recommend it. And if you're into torque tuning as well, just like Nick talks about in the podcast, uh, I would recommend checking out this rest. Absolutely love it. Great job, AAE, on this rest. With that being said, guys, we'll let you guys get back to whatever it is that you're doing. Go check out AEE, all of their accessories, everything they have on their site. Go support Nick and his crew. Go check out the Prophecy and some of the other rests that they have available as well. If you're in the market for a rest, definitely recommend that you check them out. And hope you guys have an outstanding rest of your day. And of course, get out, live your life, and love it.